Welcome to the Starting Blocks Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mags, a leadership coach with over 16 years spent in the fast-moving consumer goods sector. And during that time, I've basically experienced the great, the bad, and the ugly of leadership. And the great leaders were basically those who possessed a strong sense of self-awareness and also social awareness. So I want the same for you, so you can lead with confidence and make a lasting impact. I mean, a positive lasting impact, that is, right? You ready? Okay, let's go. If there's one thing that is part of your job every single week, perhaps even every single day, is to present. And when I say presenting, you're probably thinking of a PowerPoint, you know, death bar PowerPoint uh, presentation. But in fact, you still present when you have a conversation with your boss and you're trying to convince them about going one way or, or another, suggesting an initiative. So presenting doesn't have to be a PowerPoint deck. However, many people, especially emerging leaders, make the mistake, the number one mistake, which I'm going to share with you in a couple of minutes, that is eroding their reputation when they present, when they have a conversation with someone. But especially in, in a, say, you're pitching an idea in the boardroom, you might be presenting your brand plan at a conference in front of the audience, you might be seeking to impress the senior board during a town hall meeting. Or maybe you want to influence the cross-functional team about a new project or an NPD, an innovation you want to launch during a team meeting. There's plenty of opportunities for you to present, whether a PowerPoint or just verbally, and speak to an audience, which can be just one person or, you know, as big as a couple of hundred people, you know, in a conference. And that's part of your job. So you've got actually, the good news is you've got plenty of occasions and, and opportunities to try out an experiment um, in order to avoid the mistakes that sometimes makes us trip up. So of all the skills you need to succeed as a leader, to succeed at, your ability to communicate with impact and therefore to bring people along with you is paramount. Basically, every time you open your mouth in a critical business situation or maybe in a situation that you deem not to be significant, your credibility is at stake. The spoken words can help you connect, influence, and inspire. And there's a couple of mistakes to avoid, which I'm going to cover in the next couple of minutes. The biggest mistake I see from, well, my own experience, <laughs> some talks I've attended um, back in the days in IGD, and also the, the, the people I coach, it's to think that presenting is all about you. And by that, I mean you, maybe how you come across, how you look, how you sound, and not necessarily about your content. There's something, it's not about ego, but it's you're very focused on your image, and perhaps it's linked to some uh, lack of confidence you, you might be having. So it's very tempting to assume that all eyes are on you when you're presenting. And maybe physically you can see 40 pairs of eyes looking at you, but they're actually focused on some other bits and you don't really think about that when you present to them. I mean, after all, it's fair. Your job is to say something impressive when presenting your brand plans or to perform, to influence a board of directors and maybe to demonstrate that you do know what you're talking about, right? So it, it, is, about, it is about credibility. If you're less confidence, confident sorry, when speaking in public, you've probably felt rather nervous especially during the build-up of it. 
So you enter the boardroom, you're about to present your, your latest innovation to the cross-functional team, and you're, ex you're kind of imagining all the questions and the challenges that they might actually throw at you. All that scenario planning has happened before you enter the boardroom. And as you are in, you're just starting to think, what if my face go goes red like last time? What, what if they, they, you know, they see the red patches on my neck? Maybe I should wear a turtleneck, even if it's like mid-July. Mid <laughs> what if my voice shakes? And is it my heart pounding? Can I actually see that? Are my hands trembling? And should I just hide them underneath like a couple of like pieces of paper or underneath the desk? So all those things make, make, have, have an impact that is... That is um, <laughs> very visible is that you, your lack of focus in the present moment. If I take yourself away from the world of FMCG and say we're at an, you know, a concert of Ed Sheeran, did you ever worry about how anxious you might be feeling before entering the stage? Or say you're part of the audience of the Graham Norton show, do you look whether his guests' hands are shaking or whether one will start blushing when, you know, answering a couple of questions. No, you simply want Ed to sing his heart out because you got a babysitter for your kids and you just want to enjoy a date night with your husband. And no, you wanted Ricky Gervais to entertain you in this show as a guest because you've had a bloody tough week and you were in need of a really relaxing evening. These were pro you know, probably your priorities and the expectations that you needed them to fulfill. Nobody really spent time thinking about how they came, you know, to the stage, in what kind of mindset and physical state. Not really. So you're probably going to ask me, well, if it's not about me, then what it is? what is it about? And the truth is no one cares about any of these concerns that you have about how you may come across. They don't care about your nerves. The audience isn't here for you. Don't fall into this trap presenting and public speaking or you know speaking in front of your colleagues or with a bunch of, of, of stakeholders is about and yes you guessed it it's about them the audience picture your presentation from their point of view and that really is a, an exercise that always works out so remove yourself from the presenter seat and that it's really an, a, a more effective way think back about a time when you were in this audience and consider what your priorities were, what your thoughts were. And you probably were likely more interested in whether the presenter had something worth listening to than whether they could feel their face go red. What you're listening is probably my husky Ninka asking for another walk. She's had three today, but anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, you know, you, they don't really care about your, your red face. They might see it, they move past it very quickly and if you were part of an audience once and you probably have been in your job remember do you remember a colleague that has you know had their hands shaking while presenting you probably forgot about it it wasn't important but what we remembered was the content the value what they have contributed whilst presenting the you know whatever they were presenting so if you were say a marketeer presenting a innovation plan to the cross-functional team um you're probably going to be worried about what challenging questions they're going to be asking you, um, you know, maybe from the sales team or the CFO about, you know, the financial um, stuff in the background and how you're going to, you know, you're probably going through all your numbers um, 
and thinking about how you can deliver the speech in a very impactful and, and robust way. What you're probably missing the point is, is of um, spending enough time to make sure that what you're talking about is relevant to them. So do spend some time thinking, you know, what, what does the CFO, what's this, what is important for him or her right now? For my national account manager in Tesco, what's going on in Tesco? What do I think he or she wants to hear? What are their biggest challenges or what are their objectives and how can my, my innovation plan help it? And how can they also with their customer plan help grow my brand? Um, and by putting yourself in their shoes, which isn't an easy exercise, but really worthwhile, you're, you're going to improve your, the story you're going to tell. And all of a sudden, you'll probably forget about your, your neck getting red or your hands shaking or your, your mouth going dry. Um, and you forgot to bring a, a, a glass of water with you. So that, that kind of sit exercise uh, is really important. So here are a few tips for them. Uh, not to get wrapped up in how you yourself feel and so that you can focus your mind and attention about the content and how you're going to deliver so that the value contribution is maximized. First of all, ahead of your next presentation or key meeting or discussion, it can be a one-to-one, -one, write down who makes up the audience, who is the audience, whether it's one person or multiple people, and what you know of their expectations and priorities. That's going to help you make sure the content and how you deliver the story you, you're going to tell is relevant to the listeners. And if it's done well, they'll get on board. Five minutes, that's the second one. Five minutes prior to your presenting, take a series of slow, deep breaths and remind yourself of how you intend to help the audience. Again, it's about managing your mind. A part of your mind is probably going to try to derail you and you know can I actually remind you of that time where you forgot what you were about to say and you gave numbers that were completely wrong I've got a couple of examples you know that I can remind you of very quickly before you start this presentation today <laughs> a part of our mind is there to, to trip us up so use the other part of your mind and increase its share of voice basically you know remind yourself of all the things that the audience wants you to deliver Maybe you can just write them down on a piece of paper. And the third tip is adopt the mindset of I'm looking at them. So forget about your paper. You know, you can bring a lot of notebooks. And again, we're all different. Do what really serves you well. But look at them. Read the body languages. Read the room. Ask them questions and engage your eyes with them. Not just the voice and the question. You've got to be all in. And the fourth one, which is really key, is to use the word you a little more often than you do. We're very um, tempted to talk about we as a team, we as the brand team, I. But in fact, we're here to talk to an audience. They need to be involved. And there's been countless research or analysis of like the best speeches. I think Barack Obama's um, was one that was really um, studied the number of times he, he had used the word you in order to get the American um, people to, be, to believe and uh, join him on his journey when he was doing the speech uh, a couple of years ago. So when you're, you, you're going to say you a bit more often this way, you orient your ideas, proposal, 
you know, angle more towards your listeners and the audience than towards yourself. So even in the titles or the, the you know, that you've got on a PowerPoint or some messages that you want to say, place a, a bit more use. They will feel drawn into what you're talking about, your presentation and your content, and they, they will feel more engaged than they would have been otherwise. So again, one essential super strength of a great leader is to be bloody a bloody good you know, communicator. And a great communicator knows when they speak to an audience, it's not about them. When they speak to an audience, it's never about them. The secret lies in making it all about the audience. And that way they also know what you know, you're talking about. You're the expert. They are drawn to it. The good news is this isn't the turf of extroverts either. Everyone can be a great communicator, even introverts. If you genuinely put the conscious work into it and practice, practice. And yeah, you guessed it again, practice. <laughs> it, it really is in the repetition of the experiment and, you know, practicing it that it becomes a habit and you don't really need to think consciously about it much, well, as much over time. So if, if this is piquing your interest and you want to help your team of emerging leaders or even yourself develop strong skills in this arena, I'm really happy to have a chat or give you some guidance and tools um, to develop that. It's really important. Until the next episode, I hope you're going to apply those um, tips and speak very soon. And thank you for joining me today. I hope it's been really useful to you. I've got one request. I'd love if you could rate this podcast because it really does help to reach more emerging leaders like you out there. So also, if you want to get in touch with me personally to discuss one-to-one, group coaching or workshops, opportunities, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's probably the easiest. And my name is Magali Leroux. You can find it in the bio of the show. Thanks for listening and speak very soon.